What is up, beautiful people, and welcome to the very first episode of What the Bitch Report. I am one of your sexy and sensual hostesses with the mostesses, <laughs> the lovely Brandon Paramore, and I am joined by who? Uh, the one and only K. Marcus, the spicy Aries with the buttery voice. Um, Come on, buttery voice. And welcome to the actual inaugural episode. Hey, so, it. we here. We here, we're queer, get used to it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so don't mind me sounding just a little bit stopped up slash congested or whatever. Um, my ass is getting thoroughly c- kicked by some pollen or something. It is thankfully not Rona May's raggedy ass. <clears throat> Praise Jesus. But if you hear my lovely co-host uh, check if I'm okay or anything like that, it's because, or I'm sorry, if you hear them say that, but not hear anything from me, it's because I muted my mic. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go cough on the side. Yeah, because y'all don't need to hear me sounding like the end of, of uh, Gimme the Loot. <laughs> Seriously. So, let us begin and dive yes. right in. With our uh, tea, shade, and pink lemonade, a.k.a. No, we can't say that because uh, Wendy will probably try to come for our entrails. So, how I mean, what's she really going to come for? Here, you know, here. We'll make it. We'll say it the way she originally taught the girls to say it, which is not how she said it. So, how you doing? <laughs> Lord Jesus. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> Go big, baby. Go big. <laughs> uh-huh. So then, but anyway, honey, how are you, girl? How, what's what's up with you? So you know, being clogged up aside, uh, there's not a whole lot going on. I have uh, some background money moves happening that I'm not going to speak on because real G's move like. Uh, wait, shit! I lost the line. <laughs> what is it? Move, move in silence like lasagna or something? <laughs> <laughs> I know the phrase moved like a ghost, but I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, but no, I'm making some money moves, and uh, those of you local to the Chicagoland area might see me this coming weekend at a certain event that I must remain mum on. Mm, she's so fancy. Uh-huh. A little bit mm-hmm. of clandestine activity, you know. Um, hey, man, get your bag, baby. Get your bag. Exactly. Um, as far as everything else, I am working on maintaining my boundaries as tough as it may be because my boundaries are inviolable. Amen. Say that for the girls in the back louder for those in the back, honey. My boundaries are not negotiable. Period. You could, you will either respect my, You will either uh, respect my boundaries or you will respect my absence, but you will respect me. That's it. That's all. But anyway. Oh, all right. um, (laughs) But yeah, there's not there hasn't been a whole lot going on since we put together our little uh, preview prequel preamble. I I don't have any other words that start with pre. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's a few others, but they would not fit for this podcast. <laughs> no. Well, at least not for this episode specifically, because I'm sure we're going to have one surrounding that at some point or another. 
But that's Would it be us if we didn't? Obviously not. <laughs> Preach somebody. Come on, somebody. <laughs> so so how about you, Dwelling? Because there's not a whole lot going on over here in the land of K. You know, Dwelling, it's, it's been a very interesting time, you know, between working on mental health, spirituality, the world, um, countless numbers of things. But I have really worked on and tried to find this balance of like making sure I hang out with people that I care about, having a good time to smoke if I need to, to take a few steps back from the world and really trying to get more back into like that creativity with cooking for myself. Like, you know, I'm used to always trying to cook for a group of people or a bunch of motherfuckers, but to cook for self is a whole new ball game. And I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Yes, but beyond that, and you know the normal shuffle of you know the craziness that's my head, uh, nothing new. <laughs> uh huh. Okay, I'm just keeping it real. That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, that's it. Um, I think that's it for me. You said that's it for you. So, do yes. we want to uh, jump right into our next section, or do we want to take a quick little break first? You know, I will say let's take a quick little break with our whistles and uh, come back for the rant. Ooh, that's gonna... I'm gonna need to work on that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that whistle was... Um... Whew. Anyway. Um... <clears throat> Alright, dolls. Oh no, you're fine. You're fine. I'm just... I'm gonna have to do a little extra compression on that part. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you're an editing nightmare, bitch. Yeah, well, you know, it's, 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 everything's fine. <laughs> everything is fine. Anyway, uh, so in that case, we shall return post haste. All right, kids, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed your little break. But now it's time to get into the rant section of this here podcast, a.k.a. what the bitch report. Yes, bitch. <laughs> so as some of the girls may or may not know, unless you've been under a rock, honey, Miss Queen Beyonce, Oshun mother herself, has graced us with a new album called The Renaissance. And mm-hmm. what I'd like to kind of talk about is our reactions to it, some of the mm-hmm. current drama, <clears throat> as well as a question to kind of Black America as to why some of y'all not liking the album. I mean, outside of taste, of course. Correct. Like, yeah, if you just don't you know, fuck with R&B and pop, you know, okay, fine. But if you normally a Beyonce stan, you normally a member of the Beehive, or at least gassing her or, you know, using a song of hers in TikTok. And then all of a sudden, I don't get it. What do you mean you don't get it? First of all, mm-hmm. what is there for you to get? Because it's her artistry. That's number one. <clears throat> you, no, I'll hold on that. So. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. All right. She's already getting into it. I'm here for it. <laughs> So, but darling, what what were your thoughts? How how were you liking the album? Were you feeling it? Why? 
so do we want to go like track by track or do we want to just kind of talk about our general overarching thoughts you know i would say overarching thoughts and then maybe like list your favorites okay so overarching thoughts then um overall i did like it there were a couple songs that they could have kept (laughs) um I I just I, I I cannot get into America has a problem and I feel like a lot of it has to do with having her babysitter I mean uh, uh baby daddy's uh fingerprints all over it. <laughs> <clears throat> Must be it's the just, cash cuz it ain't your face. <laughs> it just it just it just does I just don't vibe with it. And you know, maybe it might grow on me. You know, like with the gift when the gift came out. Um what was it? Which I know I, I cannot remember which song it was. Uh, you know what? I've got Spotify on uh, open right here. Let me just scoot on over. Um, just like let me check my references. <laughs> yes, because we love we love being correct. We love facts and factuals and correct actual factual statements. Amen. And not thriving in lies, false truths, honey, fake news. As the uh, uh, exactly former. alternative facts. <laughs> <laughs> What was he, number 45? <laughs> yeah, coming to the stage, Anita Wall. Ooh. Anyway. Um, so, from The Gift, uh, originally, uh, Keys to the Kingdom and I just did not see it for each other, like, at all. Really? There was just something, there was just, there was just something about that song that I didn't, that just didn't vibe with me. And then, you know, fast forward to now, and it's, I really like it. So, my initial thoughts on the album, I feel like uh, all need an asterisk next to them saying, you know, the opinion stated here may be subject to change over the course of time. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a couple of months and they may change. (laughs) Exactly. Like, I've got some absolute favorites on here. Um, What's some of your favorites, darling? Bitch, when uh, the beat dropped for Thick, I had to... I had to fight the temptation to catwalk while at work. Bitch, come on. Cause, I mean, it's it's it that's that that's honestly a whole nother discussion. Um, why I am occasionally semi incognito at work, or I, I I I don't expose the depths of my queerness at work because I don't they they don't. They're not entitled to that. I mean, we we are entitled to give the amount of ourselves to whomever, however we wish, as we see fit. Exactly. Um, but thick, I live. Heated, I also live. Because that line in Heated, I had to pause the music for a second because... <laughs> I'm just sitting here going, wait, 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 wait. She said, what? She said, What? She said, what, 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 what was the lyric? She said, uh, was it like dimples on my hips, stretch marks on my tits? I drink my water and I mind my biz. Uh, Monday, I'm irrelevant. Tuesday, on my dick. And I screamed. <laughs> <laughs> Where was the lie? Like, honestly, like it was the same energy as, uh, 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 from Mood Forever, from The Gift, the Why Would You Try Me, Why Would You Bother? I am Beyonce. I am Beyonce. Giselle Knowles Carter. Yes. <laughs> like, 
I, I and I gagged at that because not her bringing out the whole government name. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to drop that mic and be like, "Look here, I'm not the well, one." Let me two remind or three. you, bitches, who the fuck I am. Mm-hmm. I ain't the one. Don't try it. Or the two. Or the three. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Did you have any other favorites? Um, uh, let me see. Virgo's groove. Honestly, oh, there yes. is a certain mathematical precision to the music that is just pleasing. It's a good song. Like I, I lyrically, it's even I, good. I, and I gotta re-listen to. I gotta listen to it a couple more times to be able to grasp. Because I'm one of those people that if I listen through an entire album. Mm-hmm. Um, I will listen to it once just to see, listen through it once just to see, you know, how I feel about the album overall, listen through it a second time to really dig into the musical choices, you know, the drum kit choices, the instrument choices, the, you know, the chord choices, the key choices. And then once I'm comfortable with that, it might take another listen or two, then I'll actually deep dive into the lyrics. Oh, and like okay. the meaning of the lyrics and how the meaning of the lyrics may coincide with how the music itself uh, plays in the music or that, how the music itself plays in the piece altogether. Very nice. So you kind of do like this deep dive first, but you kind of, I don't want to say ignore the lyrics, but you don't, you listen to the actual music and melodies and everything first, and then you kind of go back and then take the lyrics. Again. Right, right, right. I try to let myself just experience the entire piece without trying to analyze it, just just experiencing it. You know, yeah, just kind of like merge yourself into it. Exactly. Um, the, what the kids say, let it, let it wash over me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, can we can we get into pure uh, honey? Because honey. <laughs> it it started off and I'm like, wait, is this a is this something by uh oh shit, what's his name? Is it Kevin Prodigy? I feel like that's his name. But like some uh, like a Vogue music producer jumped in on this because like you hear that iconic sound. Mm-hmm. You hear all right? the dips, you hear everything. Like I'm like, wait a second. I need this. I need this in like really good headphones and to really yes. get into it. And then Summer Renaissance, I sc- actually screamed. Donna Summer? Yes. Donna Summer? Girl, it was good. First of all, the whole album is good. Like, I, I must express rounds of applause to, to Lady B because. Well done, bitch. Nice. But I'm still over here going, Donna Summer? <laughs> <laughs> yes, honey. She paid an homage to disco and house music and LGBTQIA culture. Like. Ballroom, <laughs> baby, she went there. Uh-huh. Oh, and you know that, like, all the Best of Vogue compilations and stuff on TikTok are absolutely going to be using Pure Honey for a lot of stuff. Like, I'm just waiting on the, um, oh, God, they post, they post, like, these, like, mashups of people falling and then jump cut to some, uh, some somebody doing a dip or something. Yes, yes. And it, most of them are so smooth and I live. <laughs> Look here, I'm going to call people out by name. Pack Rat Lan Van. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leomi Melanado, 
Oh, Deshaun Waveling. Icon. Um, Javu Escara. Or uh, Gravity Bauman. One of you, I need a whole situation to Pure and Honey. I'm going to just go ahead and put it out here now. Yeah, we, we need it. We need it. <laughs> like, I'm going to just go ahead and call them out. That way we can tag their ass too. And be like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> I need this in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. What else? What else? Because I'm not going to go through every single song. But uh, I'm that... The, the transitions on this album... She clearly was taking notes from herself from uh, Homecoming because some of those transitions in Homecoming were seamless. Girl, can we talk about how this whole album plays like it's supposed to be a vinyl record? Like, mm-hmm. it is and- seamless. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to get the So vinyl, what about... Period. Oh. Which one? Are you going to go for pose one, two, three, or four? Girl, I don't know, but I need to get the vinyl. Like, I just know it's in my spirit. I need to get vinyl. Mm-hmm. Like, I have now, what would be album. a gag? What would be a gag is if Spotify decided to, like, start randomly changing the pictured album art for the actual, like, cover. So, like, one week it's pose one, another week it's pose three, another week it's pose four, another week it's pose two. I would gag, and I would only hope and pray that Miss Apple does the same thing because, you know, I ain't got Spotify, I got Apple. <laughs> I mean, we can't we can't all be great exactly i know <laughs> wait <clears throat> rude <laughs> you tried it uh-huh hey, look i already not me working with a debuff over here with my entire sign entire sinuses rebelling against me look i'm here for it we it's called pushing through honey mm-hmm. the show must what go on <laughs> Uh-huh. Speaking of uh pushing, there is something being pushed about uh Miss Milkshake herself having an issue with a specific song on this album. But before we get into that, we we need to get your thoughts because um I've been doing a lot of talking. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me step on up to the mic. <laughs> um not bitch not bitch not you get ready to go ahem. <laughs> Testing a flat. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I enjoyed the album. Overall thoughts, I from from Break My Soul when that was released, I knew what we were in for. I was like, she is about to give us a house record. She's about to give us a disco record. She is about to give us an homage to ballroom, queer life culture. You know, LGBTQIA POC, LGBTQIA. Like she was about to hand it to us. And she did not disappoint in any way, shape, or form. Break My Soul, obviously, uh, was what kicked it off. Mm-hmm. And I was sold. Um, energy is amazing. <laughs> Church girl, uh-huh. though, baby, when she said, and I quote, I'm such a heathen, I don't know why they let me outside. I said, oh! Come on. Mm-hmm. Ain't even mad. Because nobody can do what? Judge me, but me. <laughs> I was born. Exactly. Um, and that, honestly, I feel like that's something that needs to, that, that can be more internalized. 
and would allow more people to feel more free. Which is why I think I was like the next kind of t- few topics we're going to cover was why I was so upset by that. Like to see so many people of color upset about this album, especially that song Church Girl, and to be like, I don't get it. What the hell do you mean you don't get it? It's a whole, like, on top of everything LGBTQIA and dedicating this to, you know, her, she did it for the culture because she's a poster. This was a very spiritual album, just like The Gift was. There's so many hidden messages in here, and it kind of just reinforced, like, that whole, you know, if you know, you know. Like, the girls that get it, get it. And to see how many of my people are still sleeping and not getting it was upsetting. It's it's giving uh, what's understood don't need to be explained. Boom. And a lot of people missing the message. Which is part of why I have that specific um, album methodology. I mean, like, it makes great like, sense. Like, it just you're not going to get the full message on the first listen through unless you're very lucky or just very intuitive or very tuned in. Yeah. Like listening through, I mean, the whole album just screams, wake up, wake up, smell the coffee, Mm -hmm. understand that the system and the way that the system molds us needs to stop. Live in your truth, be your authentic self, and burn the bridges that need to be burned when they need to be burned. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm speechless. Like when I listening through just the first time, I was I was in tears through most of the stuff because it's like oh my god, like mm-hmm. it was it was validation because these are things I've been yelling and screaming since I was a child, and people were just like oh you crazy you don't know what you're talking about blah 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 blah, and now to see an artist at this height of their platform be like, uh, excuse me, wake up. And I'm like, oh my God, I've been screaming for years. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was, it was a good album. And I bow to her. Thank you. We needed it. Mm-hmm. Are you excited for parts two and three? Bitch, yes. <laughs> I'm here for it all. Like, I wonder when it's going to drop. I don't like, know, but I'm, I'm ready with my spoon and plate. Do you hear me? <laughs> Fork and knife up, bitch. Like, let's go. She, she's hungry. <laughs> she is. <laughs> she's a big girl. Um, <laughs> kind of random. Kind of random, though. What do you think the... Uh, not counting Break My Soul, since that was the early release single. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the most played one on here? I'm just going to take a stab, and because so many people have had so much to say about it, I'm going to say Church Girl. Uh, Church Girl, it looks like it's in the top five, at least as far as Spotify numbers are concerned. Okay. Then what's her, what's the number one or the song that's been requested to be played the most? The the highest number of plays is I'm That Girl with 3.987 million. Yes. That's a good one too. Like, she up there. But I, I don't know. It was just something about Church Girl. Like, it just, it made all the sense to me. Like, it just. It was <laughs> I, somebody, 
I cannot remember this person's Twitter at, and, but they tweeted this out and it just ended me for a good two minutes because uh, someone said church girl and then post pasted the video of old girl singing drop it low for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like I'm having I'm having trouble finding a lie. I mean, she. <laughs> It's basically like I may still go to church, but I'm also gonna live my life. I may you're gonna drop it like a thotty, drop it like a thotty. Yeah, I'm gonna be a hoe because I'm human. I'm gonna be slutty, nasty. I'm gonna be all of these things, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna still go and also pray and do my spiritual work. I can tip mm-hmm. my hat to that. It, it just uh, it was beautiful, great song. Yeah, and. And this is why I got to re-listen through it all the way through in this time. Look specifically for the lyrics. Yes, I'm here for it. And I can't wait to hear like your follow-up thoughts once you listen to the lyrics. Uh-huh. This We might have like a... Part two. <laughs> renaissance, renaissance. Yeah. Renaissance revisit. Uh-huh. I'm here for it. I, I, before we and forget. I'm also... <laughs> I said before we forget. Let me dive into this real fast. Oh boy. I, I need to. Back. Yep, sit back. So as I said before, the upsetting thing that I saw was people saying they didn't get this album. They didn't understand it. So not just even not understanding, like just listening to the lyrics or anything like that, just the fact that people of color don't know their own history. Because it's it's more of gay history. They don't know about it because they don't care about it. Baby, she said back in 2009, sorry, 2019, that she was dedicating her next album, which is this one, to her uncle who was gay. Gay history is also your history, boo-boo. Just because you're straight, guess what? There's people of color who are gay. That's also part of your history because we all want. So the fact that you don't understand that this was a house record, the fact that you don't understand that this was an homage to her deceased gay uncle, and she paid homage to his culture, ballroom, disco, house music, is sickening. Absolutely mm-hmm. sickening. <laughs> and we need to do better as a people. Period. I mean, I put my soapbox that's, soapbox up now. That's a that's a given that people just need to do better. It is, but it's just sad that we continue to just like because it's gay culture, it's looked down upon or pushed off to the side or not learned. And then you're like, I don't get it. Yeah, you don't get it because you decide to live under a fucking rock and keep your head in the fucking ground. I mean, we can just we can just bring up the the one that everybody loves bringing up um well because like how gay history is also a part of black history or how uh queer people in general have had something have had an important hand in it may just the thought of how many people forgot about bayard rustin preach uh mlk's right hand man effectively Mm -hmm. um or james baldwin being a whole queen out here Come on, somebody. Exactly. Like, it's 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 called intersectionality. 
<laughs> they like what that mean? Let me not be a bitch. Anyway, uh, 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 <laughs> well, hang on, hang on, hang on. For those who are not aware, intersectionality is the term coined that describes how multiple different facets of being a minority, or multiple different multiple different minority statuses, are involved in one's life. Case in point, um, myself being both queer and black. Um, my co-host in addition being the same or people being um, you know queer black and disabled or queer and poor and indigenous or like multiple different minority statuses are going to affect how you walk through life and that is a big facet of of intersectionality it is but so many people don't a, understand it, and B, dare dive into it. And I blame the church. Well, I mean, I mean, but we ain't we ain't gonna turfs, go down that but path also, tonight. Turfs, but also, let's not forget all the man. I want to talk about that gay shit. People <laughs> be the main ones on down low sucking some dick while they girlfriend at home Ooh. frying some potatoes. And on that note, I believe it's time to put on some tea. Oh, <laughs> well, we did dive into Miss Khalees. Oh, right. Miss Milkshake herself. Mm. We do need to uh, at least touch on that before uh, before putting the kettle on. I'm going to just say this. You aren't listed as the artist. You're listed as a songwriter. Your problem should be with who the artist is. Which was Pharrell and some other individual. I can't remember their name at the moment. I'm drawing such a blank. But they were mm-hmm. also the same two people hired by Miss Beyonce to make said song that is in question. Or to help assist make said song in question. So mm-hmm. why are you exactly mad at Beyonce? I got questions. Like, can't go, go ahead and be mad at the, uh, the suddenly aging vampire known as Pharrell Williams. <laughs> The energy vampire. I'm here to suck your money. <laughs> like, he made blurred lines and the ancestors were like, well, there goes your youth. <laughs> we're taking it away. <laughs> the power of the black vampire will be stripped away. <laughs> On that note, kids, go ahead and put your kettle on, get you some good tea brewed up, and we'll be back for our final segment. Is it me? Uh huh. So get some tea, y'all, and uh, we shall return post haste. Yes. And welcome back, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Yes, come on, siblings. (laughs) We are moving on to our final segment of the day, which is, is it me? Where, at least during the inception of the show, we uh, asked a couple of friends for some stories about, you know, are they the bad guy or so-and-so the bad guy in this? Or, you know, is it me? Am I the drama? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So, um, 
for those of you that sent stuff in, fantastic. We love you. Thank you. For those who haven't or we haven't approached yet, your time may be coming. Dun, Prepare dun, your dun. best mess. Because <laughs> some of this stuff is obviously going to be quite messy. But messy in the fun way, hopefully. Like, we don't, we don't need stories about people getting, like, maimed or hurt or anything like that. But, like, well, you'll see. Because um, we've got a story. I mean, physically. Here hurt let's put that caveat out there if they got hurt emotionally sometimes that happens in some messy ass drama yeah so but for this one um we've got a question well uh, a letter regarding facets have you ever i'm sure you've come across something called like bro code yes or some flavors before hoes and all that shit yeah, there, so normally, uh, normally I don't, I, I don't, really, you know, lend too much uh, credibility to that. This is one of those few cases that me and the letter writer both agree on. Where while bro code is kind of eh in this case, you might want to take it into account. Oh, I'm intrigued. Um, all right, tell this story. So, mm-hmm. So just to preface this, all names, uh, and all names and details have been either modified or anonymized. Uh, just for privacy's sake. Here for um, And that will be the case for any and every letter that we may get. So. Because we, we not here. We here for the drama, but we not here to start the drama, mama. Okay. Exactly. We we are just the messengers. We are not here to create, <laughs> only to dictate. And you will not kill us. <laughs> All right. So let us begin. This is the story of Bill, Theo, and Nia. And somehow I got pulled into it, I being the letter writer, Uh, thanks to having compassion for Bear the Samoyed. Samoyeds, please tell me you know what a Samoyed is before I continue. I don't. That's why I was like, what? So a Samoyed is one of my favorite breeds of dog. They're like cotton cotton balls and smiles turned into a puppy. (laughs) Yes. Like it just, think like a big extra long hair husky except their hair is all white oh okay yeah i know i've seen pictures of the dogs and i just didn't know the name of the breed Mm-hmm. all right so let's get into the letter yes um so to set the stage we need to put a few facts out there um one bill and our letter writer do we want to give our letter writer a name i don't know they can just be letter writer Okay, letter writer or I, um, unless I say that I like me referring to me. That's why um, I said letter anyway. writer. You know, let's call him Tony. Tony. Yeah, Tony. Okay, okay, Tony. It is. Uh, so to set the stage, oh Lord, I gotta improvise, modify it on the fly now. Anyway, <laughs> um, so Bill and Tony went to high school and played rugby together. Uh, Tony is good friends with Bill's family and. Tony even lived with them when uh, they were almost homeless. Uh, Bill and Theo share or shared a condo in a nearby suburb. Bill recently adopted Bear. Bear is 60 pounds of fluff and chill and a Samoyed. And Theo works some specialty retail job like think like hobbies or something like i said it's been anonymized but works some specialty retail job under nia who is his manager and he's been nursing a crush oh lord yep so um 
Lord, they wrote this all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) So, Bill texts Tony one day saying that he needed Tony to swing by to let Bear out to go to the bathroom and, you know, have some human interaction because Bear had just recently gotten adopted. Okay. Um, Tony asks, why can't Theo do it? And Bill says that he and Theo are having some drama. Um, Come to find out that, uh, let's see, Theo had been nursing a crush on Nia. Um, Bill, being a consummate asshole, uh, at one point managed to get Nia's uh, contact info. And I'm still lost on how this is and I uh, neither me nor Tony have been able to figure out how uh Bill got Nia's contact info. <laughs> um but Bill texts Nia and the thing that he starts the text with is don't tell Theo I'm talking to you but oh god All red right. flag number 1 drama um, Exactly. But in so many words, Bill is like, hey, so is there like some uh, embarrassing stuff that Theo's done at work? I want to make fun of him for it. Like, I'm not even kidding. I can pull up the screenshots on my phone and read the exact text because yikes. Uh, (laughs) Oh, this is real messy. Keep going. Oh, incredibly. So um, Nia, instead of going, what the hell is wrong with you? Obliges. And tells him some stories, and they, you know, are texting back and forth and talking to each other, whatever, whatever, whatever. Meanwhile, um, oh, lost my place. There we go. Uh, meanwhile, Theo tries to, you know, mention his feelings to Nia, which Theo, yikes, she's your boss. Um, but she is not interested. Probably because, you know, conflict of interest or something. Or just, you know, not being interested. She is fully allowed to just not be interested. Um, Eventually, the three of them go on a... I don't know what to call it, because it was absolutely Bill being, again, the consummate asshole. And making Theo a third wheel on a date between him and Nia. So Theo, being mildly upset and trying to dabble in some machismo, uh, has a little bit too much to drink, and it makes a, uh, shall we say, reappearance. And he didn't; he wasn't able to make it to the bathroom in time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, at 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 some point shortly after that, Theo also basically goes nice guys finish last in Nia's inbox and is a little bit very creepy not like axe murderer creepy but like yikes bro get some therapy creepy the fact that they put yikes bro in a letter (laughs) (laughs) I I something tells me that our uh, our lovely friend uh did like a voice to text thing (laughs) (laughs) Because that's how this reads. Um, And some of it, like I said, I had spoken to Tony about this just to clarify some details and to make sure that I can anonymize things without accidentally revealing other things. Yeah, yeah. So some of it is me knowing the story and adding to it where the letter might be missing a detail here and there. Ah. So, you know, it's fun. Fun, fun, fun. (laughs) Um, So, anyway. 
at this point, Bill and Nia have actually started dating and like announced it and made it a bit more obvious. Um, I find out about this again. I find out about this. <laughs> you or Tony? I, I need to stop. Tony, I need to stop flip flopping back and forth between you. Do. <laughs> um. Anyway, so Tony finds out about this and uh, says, "Hey." this is kind of fucked up. Why didn't you take Theo's feelings into consideration about this at all? Bill counters with, uh, that none of the romance was planned, blah, blah. Tony goes back with, but you knew about Theo's feelings for Nia and you live with Theo, but you decided to, you know, pursue this relationship anyway, instead of thinking that it might not be the best idea, at least until, you know, Theo's gotten some therapy about that crush or something. Oh, girl, this is Messica and, and and Bill is like, oh, no, no, but I want to, I, I didn't plan for any of this to happen, and I want to choose my happiness for once, and, uh, yeah. I and, feel like I need to ask, is it me? <laughs> and Tony and I are both like, well, I'm I'm saying the same thing is like, but why is Tony a part of this? <laughs> <laughs> Tony just got roped in to go let out the dog. <laughs> exactly. That's the whole thing. Tony's like, I, Tony's like, I'm just here for the dog. I'm just here for the dog. I'm just here to make sure that the dog doesn't, isn't neglected at all because Bill does work some wild hours and bear still needs to, you know, use the bathroom because bear is still a whole ass mammal. <laughs> exactly. So, the question is, and the question at the end is, is it me, Tony, is it me, or is Bill the asshole here? <laughs> um, Tony, baby, um, I'm gonna be just real honest here. Girl, yes, Bill is 100% the asshole here, took nobody's feelings into consideration, and to the point, I'm sitting here just listening to the story. I'm like, is it me? Because it seems like everybody is in this weird, jumbled up, like, massive hodgepodge bullshit puzzle. And then poor Tony just got roped in, like, hey, can you go let out the dog? And, you know, Tony going over there to oblige to make sure the the lovely bear is taken care of. And is now roped up mm-hmm. in the uh, drama for your mama lunchbox that is the asshole what? and the uh the um nimrod that decided to get a crush on their boss and and let it be known yeah i what i told tony in this case was that nobody in the, in this situation nobody needs to be friends with anybody and everybody needs some fucking therapy period like all of y'all because Nia and Bill both need therapy. Uh, hang on. Let, let me break it down one by one. Uh, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Goodness. Um, Theo needs therapy because nobody needs to nice guys finish last in anybody's inbox. And that Nia was not obliged or Nia was not required to return Theo's feelings, period. Mm-hmm. Like she does not owe him affection. You'll be surprised how many um, people, especially men, 
don't know how to deal with that type of rejection. But men also, at least in this country, in this culture, are also very much not taught how to regulate and address their emotions and how they're feeling and how they want to react to them. Exactly. But that could be a whole nother episode. It will be. <laughs> um, but yeah, Theo needs therapy for that. Bill needs therapy to be less of the consummate asshole, but also to address and recognize why he is the bad guy in this situation. Mm-hmm. And Nia needs some therapy because how are you going to date somebody that would do something like that to his roommate? It, let alone your employee. The fact that you obliged to give information on what someone has done at work crosses so many lines. It really does. And you know, being the spiritualist that I am, I, I'll go ahead and say it. I hope, you know, no, I'm not going to say hope. The universe is going to ensure she reap what she sows. Good luck to you, boo-boo. Have the day you deserve. <laughs> and that's on period. I but just, yeah, that, mm-hmm. like, I'm sitting here because I ended up showing the story uh, to my fiance and our roommate and yeah, they kind of agree with you and I's. Uh, th- this ain't it. <laughs> this ain't it. Oh, y'all need some therapy. But uh, yes, uh, letter writer Tony um, Bill is indeed the asshole in this situation. And I, I, I uh, pray all of y'all go and uh, invest in yourselves and get some therapy. Seriously. So like Mm-mm. but anyway <laughs> but come on bitch no. round of applause to us first episode down yes uh, and many more to come honey oh yeah we've got we've got all sorts of stuff uh planned and considered and outlined and so on and so forth however it does appear that we are coming upon the end of this first episode so Insert uh, end if of you'd the road like... here. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we come to, to the, the end, end of the road. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, if you, yes you, the person listening to this, if you would like to let us know about some drama that you are privy to or possibly even involved in and are wondering... Is it you? Is it me? Are you the drama? Um, if you have any stories like that, feel free to shoot us an email. Brandon Dwalling, would you like to give the give the dolls our uh, email address? Absolutely, I don't darling. It is the bitch report. Bitch is spelled with an X, so B X T C H report at gmail.com. Or you are more than welcome to send your letters or any type of rich media to us on social media at the bitch report. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just got it. We we had to remove the eye. We didn't want a Mark Zuckerberger coming down on us. Ain't nobody got time for Facebook jail, honey. Especially when ain't no Facebook court. Uh huh. Exactly. Um. But yeah, feel free to shoot anything there. Um, and follow us on all of our socials, which are either already present or works in progress, because we just got here. Yes. But we had to stay. Uh-huh. Get into but it. We got things to say. 
<laughs> Come on, rhyming. <laughs> but that oh, is our need, time. We just need somebody in the background with some bongos. Yes, <laughs> booty bongos. Anyway. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> that is our time, kids. We hope you enjoy, and we will see you next time on the what? The bitch report. Exactly. As always, y'all, drink water, take your meds, and do better. <laughs> <laughs>